Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things each week to make you say the thing that's tell the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro, and filling in for Eli Uden once again. Big timing, our esteemed guest today, ladies and gentlemen, Ike Barinholtz. Hi. Thank you. I've never... Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I've never been big-timed harder by anyone other than Eli for what he's Twice done Twice in a row. Twice Both in a row. Both times you've done our podcast. Shock. It's shocking and... Uh, if it happens one more time, he's out. It's true. We have a three strikes rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're done. Bye-bye, Eli. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Get him out of bye-bye. here. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. He'll, he'll be out of show business because you'll talk to the council. I will talk to the <laughs> council of Jewish elders, and we will make some tough decisions. And he's Look, out. Sometimes you have to excommunicate one of your own. It we, happens. We have to Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Oh, bye bye. He's having I, a he's having a bad day, huh? I am gonna miss that. I'm gonna. Damn I'm Joe. like, I, I. We're just never gonna have a president again who says stuff like when introducing the Secretary of the Interior says this guy loves the interior. Like that's <laughs> never gonna happen again. Well, I mean, that, j- I'm gonna j- miss it. I'm gonna miss it too. Uh, Joe Joe will be funny. <laughs> Like he will That's true, say, actually. like, can't you just imagine like Joe, like, like at like the Kennedy center honors introducing Lin-Manuel Miranda as Carmen Miranda. <laughs> That's like, a really I, like, good you point. could see stuff like that. You could see Joe, like, 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 like literally like four hours after he won, like a reporter from the BBC was like, Joe, can you talk to the BBC for one moment? And Joe goes, are you kidding me? I'm Irish. And I'm like, <laughs> Great. Come on, man. Get a life. See, that's actually good, though. Get a life. Up the raw, Joe Biden. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> like, I want some of that for a little bit. I hope, he, they, I hope they really give it to us. I hope they don't keep him, like, hidden and stuff. Like, you really got to let Joe be Joe. That, yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, it, it might even be funnier because, like, when he, when Trump says insane stuff, it's just, he... If he is ever called to account for it, he just doubles down. Yeah. But Joe then has to apologize, which is also very funny to me. Yeah, that, like, Joe, people Joe, try to hold him accountable for it. Joe apologizes like mid-offensive statement. Like he'll be like, <laughs> and and and, and uh, he's a, a crook. And I'm sorry, I shouldn't even. I'm not even going to finish. I'm not even going to finish it. And it's like, <laughs> Joe, let it, you got to let him go. Let him be Joe. Let him fucking. Let him like you know squeeze Justin Trudeau's tit when he meets him. You know, let him <laughs> let him like be you know the guy that some people really love. Get him off the leash. Get him off the leash. Let him let Just him let him let go him, for let it. Him go. Let him go. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, how uh, how has your morning been, Ike? It has been uh, a little a little rough. I. Uh, I overdid it last night, perhaps a little bit with uh, the eggnog. <laughs> I made a bunch Getting of too eggnog. Festive. Just because I, I, I love eggnog and I was like, I'm going to make it. And my friend told me, he's like, oh, I put in three kinds of uh, booze in it. And so I had like bourbon and rum and cognac in it. And like, I'm just like very hot. Uh, <laughs> I have diarrhea. I won't lie to you guys. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad I asked. I also just so much sugar. Uh, okay, so here's what I did last night. Have you guys, have you guys ever heard of Tom Cruise's coconut cake? No. Oh, do do you get the cake? So I I don't get the cake, but I I've had the cake before. My friend used to work with him, and she brought it to Thanksgiving one year, and I had some, and it's the best coconut cake i've ever had in my life Just I, I need some more context here tom what, cruise what is every holiday season like everyone he has worked with in any way over the last year he sends them this coconut cake from this bakery in 
I, I think maybe it's in West LA or the Valley. I don't know. And it's just like he probably sends out a thousand of them, maybe. I don't know. Like he That's amazing. With a lot of people, yeah. Yeah. Um, and my friend brought it to Thanksgiving one year and I had it. It was like the best coconut cake I've ever had. It was like just beautiful. Just just like the most beautiful cake. And uh, last night, like after dinner, a friend of mine got a cake from him this year. And she texted me a picture. She's like, I just got a Tom Cruise coconut cake. She's like, I can't eat this. Do you want half? And I'm not exaggerating. I Within five minutes, I was at her house picking up that <laughs> cake. She left it in front of like her front door. And I came and picked it up and, and brought it back home and had a massive slice. Um, and it's just a lot of sugar. And I'm, I'm, really, uh, I'm really feeling it today. And I like Tom Cruise, by the way. Is- <laughs> this is amazing to me like i just i love the myth of like every time i hear a story about tom cruise it adds to this like amazing lore of this like extremely weird man and uh coconut cake is that that is being filed away i can't believe i didn't know that that's amazing. yeah it's and yeah. it's really good oh my god it is beautiful <laughs> you like coconut cake it's the best coconut cake i've ever had it would be cooler if he made if yeah. he baked them all himself. You know, <laughs> that's kind of what I thought at first. And I was like, like "Wow!" December first, I shut like down a- and I'm just in the kitchen. <laughs> it's like a Ted Lasso situation. He <laughs> makes the cake every every holiday. It's season. very Ted Lasso. It's a really good cake. I saw. I saw. I saw. I saw. Ian Carmel posted a picture of the cake. I, I and I was just like, "Man, he's in showbiz. He's in, man." Yeah. That's who's going to banish Eli is the recipients of Tom Cruise's coconut cake meet up and they say this man is disrespectful to show business and they kick him out. We all get together. (laughs) We eat the cake and then we discuss who's who's out. (laughs) I'm such a loser. I didn't even get the cake. I had to like have like my more famous friend get it and give me her table scraps. Really? (laughs) I drove over there to get it. What a slob. (laughs) (laughs) I, don't I feel know. like I'm in. I feel like it. I'm in Mank right now, getting all this showbiz insider information. Kank. Uh, I just watched it last night. I like don't know anything about Mank because when the Mank uh, trailer came out and everyone was just making fun of, just saying the word Mank over and over, I just muted the word Mank on Twitter and have literally <laughs> never heard about this movie again. Like. Don't know anything about it just because I was like, I'm tired of people saying the word mank at me. Uh, Listen, if you're going to watch one movie this year that really takes down <laughs> Irving Thalberg, it should be mank. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I, it's really yeah, good. It, like, it, it's really, I was like, like from the first shot, I was kind of like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to watch Gary Oldman pretend to be the same age as Amanda Seyfried, uh, that's your movie oh right God. there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. The scenes where he's walking and they're, like, they're walking and talking. He's just like, he's just very clearly walking like an old man. It's, it's like an old man. Uh, uh, yeah. He's, he, it's really, it's like, I love movies about like old Hollywood and like, I love Ed Wood. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, uh, and this definitely feels like the kind of it's in that Ed Wood, Hail Caesar, nice Chinatowny type of uh, uh, world. Highly recommend. I give it three coconut cakes. <laughs> I do think, like, if anybody, if any old actor guy can pretend to be the same age as Amanda Seyfried, Gary Oldman's gonna he's gonna be at the top of the list for me. He's a very good actor. I'd I'd believe it. Yeah. He is a very good actor. Even when he's bad, he still wins the Academy Award for Best Actor. Like he <laughs> he was in that movie where he played Winston Churchill and it the movie was like it was just latex. It was just like layers of latex. <laughs> and it wasn't that good and he still like won Best Actor. That's how good he is. There is like a problem though like you said of it, it it's the same thing that happened in The Irishman where it's like no matter what you do and no matter how good the actor is, like if you haven't 
if your body just doesn't move yeah. right anymore, like yeah. there, there's kind of nothing you can do. You're yeah, just there, you're gonna look scene, like an old man. There's a scene where like De Niro is supposed to like beat up a guy in that movie, and it <laughs> yeah. it really looks like yeah. it, it looks like like a man in his 80s like trying to shoo away a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's definitely like telling the guy to scram. That's kind yeah. of the vibe of the jump getting jumped. That, that scene. felt like that could have been that could have been implied or something because it looks like I mean like. <laughs> De Niro would yeah. have lost. He would have lost a fight to uh, to Sonny in The Godfather. You know, in, like if, <laughs> if they squared off with the choreography. Yeah, yeah. I will say though, that movie also loved it. There were Super haters. Good. Loved it. Very, very enjoyable. I like watching gangsters get killed. Here's, here, here's my thing about movies this year. Um, pretty much every movie is good because it passes the time. I don't know if anyone else feels <laughs> yeah. that way. That's uh, why The Irishman is like the best movie because it's four hours long. It's yeah, so good. True. It kills so much time. Everything does have like, like a higher th- standard this year. Yeah. <laughs> like you're like, like, like the Food Network Christmas about- Cookie Bake Off is really good this year. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I, oh, no, I can't I was, think of anything... I- like I, I haven't turned off anything this year. There's not. I, I haven't given up on a single thing that's been on. I don't think. Have you guys seen um, How to with John Wilson? No, I've heard it's great though. God, that's we watched the first one. one. My, We're saving it. Uh, it's one of my faves of the year. That that really and it like the moment it's happening right now too. By the time you get to the finale, it's just like. It starts off as like, oh, this is super funny. And then by the end, you're like, oh, this is like a whole new thing. And it's just really special. I'm really happy to see they're doing more of them. I like, I feel like I am not in the emotional place to watch stuff that's like actually good right now. (laughs) Like I've been saving (laughs) a lot of stuff that people say is good and watching more like Christmas cookie bake off level uh, television. Because I'm just like, I just can't. I don't want anything that makes me feel uh, strong emotions at the moment. I get that. So I'll have to save that for when I feel like less insane, I think. I get Although, that. Although, I don't know. It's, it sounds like, it's, from what people tell me, it, like, it's kind of a feel-good thing. I so. will tell you, I will tell you, Kath, that if you're looking for a bridge from watching shit into watching good stuff, it, that's kind of the perfect thing. Because it's, there are moments that are really stupid and you don't require any emotion and it's it's like a creeper it like slowly yeah. kind of brings you back from the land of the dead <laughs> where yeah, i spent yeah, many yeah. where i spent much time <laughs> where i'm like the only thing i can process right. are like 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 not even whole episodes just like clips of ramsey's kitchen nightmares yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah close like that's all i can emotionally <laughs> handle right now well, yeah, I mean, on the yeah, last episode of this, I was extolling the virtues of CBS's The Mentalist, which I am now four seasons into. It's the perfect wow. non-show. It's <laughs> excellent. The Mentalist. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we should uh, we should probably yeah. get into our our numbers, perhaps. Get into let's the numbers. Number five. Let's get into the data. <laughs> number five. We just pulled down a big electoral map. Let's get into these numbers. We just go <laughs> full Kornacki. We're going, we're kornacki <laughs> No, uh, the number five this week is, uh, this is something I saw on Twitter that just, I, I'm obsessed with. I think it's the funniest thing in the world. Um, so this is a seasonal story. Um, this is a, apparently a thing that uh, people in hardware stores have to deal with every single Christmas, which is um, people stringing their Christmas lights incorrectly and coming into the store looking for a male male extension cord, which is uh, an extension cord with the prongs on both ends, which um, apparently if if manufactured would just kill you instantly like that is like it is an extremely dangerous uh piece of piece of equipment and um yeah so the the problem is like if you you know like christmas lights you have the prongs on one end and then they plug into the next thing it's a you know christmas lights human centipede whatever um but if you do it backwards and then you end up with your last Christmas light has doesn't have the prongs, you're like, oh, I need to plug in prongs to my Christmas lights and prongs to the wall. 
And uh, it's a simple fix. You just have to reverse the like plug order of your Christmas lights. But people are like, oh, no, I need to get this cable because they don't uh, know about electricity. And uh, yeah, so there's like all of these pictures from like various hardware stores with the most emphatic warnings about how like these should not be made these are an abomination these like well here's one i like um male to male cord at this time of year there are often requests for an electrical cord with two male ends using a cord like this is very dangerous and starting fires and or electrocuting someone and then underneath it in all caps in big font it says these are not made they should never be made. We will not make one. We will not aid or abet the making of one. So it's like, just <laughs> like somebody was comparing it on Twitter to like the warnings outside Chernobyl where they're like, this is not a place of honor. Like that, <laughs> this cord is an abomination to us all. I just imagine some guy looking at his tree all fucked up and even the cord and he's like, oh, one cord. Not terrible, not great. <laughs> Isn't that what he says in Chernobyl? Isn't that what the guy says when he's like, 14 Rodigan? Not terrible. <laughs> they do a whole docu-series about the house that gets burned down from using the suicide cable. The other thing I found that was like really funny to me is apparent. So apparently there is like one possible use for these cables, which is if you have a generator and you need to like backfeed the power from the generator into your house this might be something that you would actually need but i barely know what those words mean and so like my point is basically that you should not use this unless you know a lot about how electricity works which most people do not but it yeah. sounds like they don't even make this them is... unless you go on like the dark web <laughs> well here's the thing there is on amazon a male to male cable it is it has been manufactured because again just a very strong argument against unregulated capitalism are you saying jeff bezos is is making the country more dangerous how dare you (laughs) fucking dare you it's a it's a ccp op they're trying to destroy they're trying to kill america's dads (laughs) i think you might be right it's a ccp op um I mean, this is why I, for a couple of reasons, have my wife do the Christmas tree. First of all, I'm Jewish. Like, I don't. Yeah, so you're like, not allowed. I'm not allowed to. The tree stings my hand. Um, yeah. And also, she's just smarter than me. I Like, I'm not like, I'm very stupid. Uh, <laughs> like, unless it's like kind of being funny on TV sometimes or doing a podcast. That's it. Like, I can't do anything else. I don't have any skills. (laughs) What we're seeing is the extent of your of your prowess and skill set, folks. This is it. This is top. (laughs) This is it. This is top functioning Ike. This is it. (laughs) Apex Ike. (laughs) Well, so apparently there is a listing for a, a real male male extension cable on Amazon. Who knows if it actually like will be sent to you or whatever but there are reviews for it and they are extremely good um my favorite one is uh is a five-star review and it says great for recreational electricity use which is already like i'm imagining um uh what's his name in the x-files episode giovanni ribisi in the x-files where he controls lightning that's who wrote this yeah, I'm imagining um, Storm. I was imagining Storm, Holly Berry from <laughs> X-Men. So Yes. So <laughs> the review says, I use it to plug one outlet into another directly below it in buildings I don't like. It also works great for supplying live electrical current up to about a foot away from the wall it's plugged into. Don't touch the exposed end when it's hot, but it's a very convenient way to start electrical fires as desired. Just. Was this was this by uh, John Arsonist for that review? <laughs> I mean, it's like it's probably fake, but I just love the idea of uh, I. The, here's a building I don't like. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I've written a letter to the editor and nothing has been done, so I need to take matters into my own hands here. This yeah, I'm, is... I'm going to buy all these and stockpile them and sell them at a huge markup. It's a victimless yeah. crime. <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, another one I really like is uh, I plug one end into a standard outlet uh, and put the other in my pool to kill all the frogs in my pool. Ten ten <laughs> would buy again. So that's <laughs> very inventive. You do, you uses. do get frogs in the pool. You it's do. It's a big problem. It's a big problem, and this just takes care of it. You don't have to deal yeah. with pesky poisons or guns. This is just because if there's one thing that's uh, more like easier than dealing with frogs in your pool, it's scooping a bunch of dead frogs out of your pool. That's way more pleasant than just (laughs) chasing a cute little hoppy guy away. No. Yeah. I love to just wait hand in water that recently had a current in it. (laughs) Yeah. You wait for them to dry out and then you let Willie pick them up in his mouth. That's how you deal with frogs. That's how my mom deals with frogs. That's standard. everyone knows this. Everyone yeah. Knows this. By the way, happy happy recent birthday to Willie. Did he get to eat any dead frogs as a treat? Um, I don't believe they had dead frogs available. He, my mom uh, made meatballs for dinner and he got a meatball. That was the oh, big treat. I bet he loved it. So he, uh, wow, he, that's a good treat for he him. He did. <laughs> His liver got uh, one millimeter larger. That's I, I assume that's the way that works. He's very uh, very healthy. When you look at that dog, you can truly see the lineage of how they came from the great wild wolf. Yes, and how you can just very clearly see, uh, yeah, how domestication of dogs became a thing. A true apex predator. A true really. apex predator, a mighty warrior, and uh, <laughs> I pay honor to his ancestors. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, should you, we you, uh, you joke, but it, but if if he's on your lap when he starts barking, uh, he gets very uh, rigid. Like, 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 I don't know if you've ever had like a little <laughs> dog going nuts, <laughs> but it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Gets very rigid. I don't know how I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> is that, is, it. that a, is that like to an evolutionary advantage? Is that does that help? <laughs> No, it's just like barking, like, barking like that when you're in attack mode is like a full body act. So it's like his whole deal is like, I'm going to yell at this thing. Yeah, he like turns into a tank. He like does a transformer yeah. thing. Like all the pieces lock right. into place. I, I, I imagine the the bagel boss guy was very similar. If somebody had him on their lap, it would be a very similar situation. <laughs> you're not my father. You're not my boss. <laughs> I'm I'm doing a project with him. I'm so excited to get into it in 20 <laughs> With the bagel boss? Yeah, bagel boss. We we're, we're, we've been we've been Skyping every day. It's, it's really funny. And nice. That's why we had you on to promote your new project with the bagel boss. Look for it next year on Hulu. <laughs> Should we do number four? Yeah, let's do it. Number four. All right, number four is uh, very exciting um, for all the creeps out there. Um, a team of researchers in South Korea are developing an artificial skin that could allow soldiers to perfectly blend in with their surroundings. Uh, such a cloak could make them invisible, not only to regular cameras, uh, but infrared-based night vision ones as well. So we're just talking about like an actual cloaking device suit making you invisible. Um, even to infrared, um, you know, basically this basically superpower, right? I mean, that's it. Like that's invisibility the way, the way people talk about it. Um, I don't know. Uh, Yeah. I, I, I know they have to like talk about it all tactical and not just say we invented an invisibility cloak, even though that's what it is. But the fact that it's like for infrared too, makes me think it's like one of those weird, um, space blankets, you know, like that's what I'm imagining. Yeah. Those like baked potato things they put on you when you have, uh, experienced a natural disaster and the red cross is coming to save you. But, but isn't it going to be like, isn't it, it's not like, it's like, yes, if you're one of these soldiers and you're standing in front of like a forest or something. Yeah. Like if you're standing in front of like a, like a, a subway counter, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, or like a McDonald's playland. It's not like you're not going to blend into that. Right. Or are you? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what its adaptability is. Um, it does have individual pixels. So I guess it could potentially adapt to have shredded lettuce and, you know, the, uh, the sandwich artist's <laughs> hand going in to grab the lettuce. That's what I'm wondering. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm it, wondering. It, yeah, it's actually I don't, I don't just holding up a big about. mirror. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's, I mean, that's what, I, uh, I don't know if anyone has seen the, the, the recent Invisible Man, but uh, the tech in that is sort of a little plausible. I mean, what the suit ends up looking like when the guy, or the invisibility, the way it functions is, is sort of, uh, I don't know. The movie's awesome, so definitely watch it. I'm just going to stop yeah, talking awesome. about it because I don't want to spoil it, actually. Never mind. Well, I, I, <laughs> um, feel like, I feel like the thing that this would probably be closer to is Predator. Is like what predator. the predator has, like how he's like, like technically blending in, but like you can see him moving towards you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, it's like, like a blur. It's like a motion blur. It's like heat lines on like you. a desert highway coming at yes. you. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, listen, I'll tell you this much. I um, live in uh, Koreatown in LA. A lot of my friends are Korean. The way South Korea has handled COVID, they are the best country. So whatever they want to do, whatever technology they have, I'm fine with. I might want to move there one day. Um, so I applaud this, and I I think it's a good thing. <laughs> Please let us into your country. Yeah, I'm, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes with me first, but obviously yes. <laughs> they we might were, not we want were talking me. before we started. Uh... <laughs> America's not sending. We were talking their best. before we started, and. Uh... uh kath and i were talking before we started and we we were um we were saying that like invisibility is like that superpower where there's like no way to want it that isn't like being a selfish creep you know what i mean like there's like super strength super like like the ability to fly and it's like what can you do with invisibility that isn't some kind of you're just doing stuff that benefits you there's no like you know that's uh, the thing like there's no way to help other people with invisibility really i mean i guess you could like fight crime or something but even then it's like not i know how do you know where to go like the most (laughs) you could do is like if you have a friend who's like hey i think when i leave my job they talk about me behind my back and you just like (laughs) hang out at their office (laughs) and then you come and you're like yeah they think you suck (laughs) <laughs> yeah like, you're basically much more you are as effective as like a nanny cam but you're, you're a nanny you're you're a an person old, you're an old audio recorder that someone just hits record on and puts it behind a file cabinet like that's right. your superpower congratulations right except you're magical yeah. and you can do like pervert stuff but as far as yes, actually helping people as far as actually helping people you're yeah you're a, a, a person wearing a wire you're a nanny cam that's all yeah, and yeah. even if you're like a pervert, it's, it's, like the most you could do is see someone like change into their like underwear. So, you know what I mean? Like, it, like it's like you could do all that online. You could just stay at home. You don't have to worry about the invisibility suit. That's a really good point. It's it is all on the internet yeah. already. When you're when you're 13 and having these conversations, that's like the apex of what you could want. It's like, oh my god, I could see a lady in the shower or something. Yeah. So it's like that's that's about the extent of the understanding. Um, it's. Fundamentally, it's dishonest, and and, and and you know that that's all I have to you know. People who want on, to be invisible are not to be trusted. They're fundamentally They're dishonest. That's why I think the a, a movie that they was much honor. maligned, but 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 Paul Verhoeven's The Hollow Man explored that, where it's just like, oh yeah, Kevin Bacon's fucking invisible, and he just like straight up like squeezes boobs and stuff. Like he's like, <laughs> yeah, that's he's a scoundrel. He's a, he's a, just a dirt bag. He just instantly becomes a bad guy. It happens like yeah. immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's mostly sex based. It's mostly like, yeah, I'm like, I take this woman's shirt off and she's going to be like, huh? <laughs> it's like, I'm not, I'm not going to put a trench coat on and, uh, you know, glasses no. and uh, let you know where I'm at. Okay. Um, that's not going to happen. Yeah, the most the most accurate movies to what would happen if people are invisible, uh, if people could be invisible, are The Hollow Man and like Porky's, like every yes. '80s sex comedy. Yep. That is what would be <laughs> happening. That's yes. all we got. <laughs> so basically, South Korea, please let us in, uh, but never let this technology get into civilian hands. South Korea, is- I will remake the only Porky's for you. <laughs> We're keeping Kim Cattrall. Porky's <laughs> is also one of those movies that, like, some people are like, "Oh, it's really funny," and then you watch it; it's terrible. It's it's yeah. It's it's like not even worth watching. Well, there's a lot of those '80s movies where you're like, "This movie's a classic," and then you watch it, you're like, "This is really terrible." Also, like these guys yeah, are sex criminals, isn't like a lot of it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Pretty much every 
movie like that from the 80s involves people doing stuff that they would be in jail for now like no question i remember uh, i remember uh, i we were in the mini project writers room and i was like we're talking about animal house i'm like oh it's fucking great a classic movie and minnie's like i've never seen it and i was like you need to watch it you gotta watch animal house tonight and so she watched it and she texted me she's like hey dude there's like four different rapes in this movie i'm like oh, <laughs> right there are yeah you forget. Yeah. You totally forget because the tone of it, you just remember the tone of it, which is so like jocular and fun. And yeah. then you're like, oh, right. There are you remember John Belushi yelling happening. food fight. And you're like, oh, wow, there's a lot of sex crime in this small college town. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, I had that experience watching Animal House after people told me to watch it. And I was yeah. like, I mean, the funny parts are funny, but yeah. <laughs> the yeah. rest of it. John Belushi is canceled. <laughs> Should we do uh, number three? Yeah. Number three. Uh, number three. This I cannot believe this is real. Um, but but it is. It's uh, it was a real thing that happened. Um, I can't figure out where it happened. I don't. Oh no, it happened in the U.S. Um, so uh, in a classic um, Reese's peanut butter cup invention scenario, uh, there was an accident at the factory. Um. Turns out there was a mix-up and uh, a bunch of erectile dysfunction drugs were accidentally bottled as antidepressants. And uh, the FDA had to issue a recall of a bunch of medication um, because they gave depressed people boner pills by accident. And uh, yeah, it was it was a problem. Um, if you if you take trazodone, Oops, all boners. <laughs> exactly oops all boners um if you take trazodone and uh it hasn't really been working but you've been really horny lately like check where your medication is from because it it could be uh you could accidentally have gotten uh sildenafil which is the active ingredient in viagra so yeah uh this actually really happened and uh I think this is really especially funny because trazodone is it makes you really tired like that's it I used to take it like it it you get prescribed it if you have depression and also insomnia. So the idea that you would take this before bed to go to sleep and then just have a boner and not be tired and still be depressed is very funny to me. I can't really like I can't really <laughs> thank you. I can't really comment on this as I am one of the defendants in the class action or one of the I'm, I'm involved in the class action lawsuit. Um, hey, guys, we got to wrap this up. I'm, I'm pretty bummed out and I need to jack off. So uh, we have to sign off. Thank you. I'm sorry to hear that. It sounds like you're getting through the uh, the strife of it via masturbation, though. So, you know, yeah, but still, then I'm just sadder when it's done. <laughs> it's an extra depressing feeling when you when you uh, finish because you that, are not getting your serotonin regulated. <laughs> That's got to be a big time lawsuit, though. Like, who's the Aaron Brockovich on that one? <laughs> they just, just going have to around constantly just interview men in, uh, about their penises. Be like, yeah, I've been hard for six months. It's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and Albert Finney's like, I'm not taking this case. Rest in peace. It's the uh, one of the one of the the the, the guy representing the plaintiffs is uh, Smiling Bob from those Enzite commercials from the nineties. Am I the only one on? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I remember. Does he look like he's Bob. smiling now? Smiling Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just imagine like whoever whoever is running this case just has to constantly implore the jury to stop laughing. Just like over and over again. This is a serious problem. It could have killed people. But no. Oh, God. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. I mean, this is like legitimately really bad. Uh, it can it can, it can actually kill people. But uh, I mean, just anytime a headline starts with a factory mix up, uh, like it's going to be kind of funny, especially if it involves boner pills. So. Yeah. It's tough too because I, mean, I was going like, to say we're, we're lucky. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say we're we're lucky that it's funny and not like something worse. Like you know, <laughs> plenty of things could get mixed up at a factory. We're lucky that it was these two and not you know two other things that are uh, <laughs> right. you know uh, 
instead instead of nitroglycerin, it's a boner pill or something. And it's like I need my pills, like in the movies where like somebody's having a heart attack and they need the pills, and then they just get a boner and die. <laughs> that's what I assume would happen. Well, that's what yeah, happens. It's... That's what happens when you die anyway. So how would you know? <laughs> that's a good point it's the perfect crime it's the perfect crime you get a boner and you shit yourself do you really get a boner when you die i knew you shit yourself i didn't know you got a boner no uh you don't if you're goth you do <laughs> there's only one you way to lie. find out um <laughs> that's a bummer that's a bummer for for big pharma i'm actually um i am pro big pharma these days um, I'm very excited about the <laughs> coronavirus vaccine. I want them to inject it right up my ass. And I, uh, I just yeah. want all of them. That's, I want a bump. Patty and I were talking about this. Just just double up. Give me all of them. Just in Give case one doesn't work. It's Give fine. Me everything everything you got, be, guys. I'm going to run around like a porcupine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, temporary reprieve from uh, indicting Big Pharma until I can get all those vaccines. So yeah, then, one, then, then I'm them. back to hating them. Uh, 100%. Mm. 100% agree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, uh, I, I guess they've figured this out. Like, there's been a recall. It was a, it was a very small amount of these, uh, of these drugs. It was in a third-party, like, processing facility or something. But uh, yeah, if any of our listeners are having um, confusing symptoms from either their Viagra or their Trazodone, uh, look into this. Maybe you're entitled to compensation from Smiling Bob. Smiling Bob. Number two. All right, number two uh, is a story from... Um, Peoria, which is Iowa, right? Um, is that right? Peoria is Illinois. 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 There we go. I, I don't. I mix the. I, I I mix up the the middle of the country. I'm sorry to everyone. Patty's uh, an but, East Coast yeah. elite. Snob, um, elite snob. That's right. College graduate <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Ivory You're Tower out. garbage. Rootless cosmopolitan. I'm disgusting. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, this is Peoria, Illinois. Um, <clears throat> someone commissioned an artist to paint a uh, Cookie Monster mural on the wall of a building, yeah, like a like a looks it's like a warehousey kind of building, kind of in a it looks like a warehousey district sort of, and uh, it's a kind of Soviet inspired, um, you know, Cookie Monster holding a cookie that has like a rainbow trail, and it's got uh, uh looks like Cyrillic writing at the bottom, and it's you know it looks like something out of you know, kind of Soviet propaganda or whatever. Um, this guy uh, that was the painter said he was commissioned a good amount of money by a man who purported to own this building. And the man uh, just went by the name Nate, no last name, <laughs> and said he wanted a, <laughs> wanted a mural on the building he owns. So this guy painted the mural, and then the owner of the building uh who was not the guy who commissioned it and said what the hell is this why is there cookie monster on my building uh so the i guy, put a link to the, the guy, mural in the chat ike if you have not seen it i have it's, seen uh, it i have seen it's it. very good i have seen it i know exactly what you're talking about and it's wonderful so like this guy just yells apparently he like yelled at the artist what the hell is this mural on my building um and and you know uh he has since painted over it, unfortunately, I guess. Um, but the idea that like someone would pay, I mean, this is like a weird, like mischievous, you know, rich person who is just like paying people to do like stuff. That's not really hurting anyone, but is costing them money. Just a weird sort of like, you know, commissioning art. Like that's not cheap. It's probably like, you know, it's a big mural. It's probably like a, at least a couple days work. So you figure, you know, I don't know, at least a thousand bucks. I don't know what the going rate is for that kind of stuff, you know, but, well, you know, well, it's, a, it's a not question. insignificant amount of money. Like, my question is, because if he's being commissioned by just a guy named Nate with no other information, I can't imagine he's like an extremely prestigious mural painter. Like, there's no W9s happening. Like, this is, I feel like you might just be able to get this done for a couple hundred, you know? I mean, the fact that there is a possibly wealthy socialist benefactor in Peoria, Illinois, paying artists to write, create leftist public art 
is amazing. <laughs> um, but I just can't figure out like the angle. It's just very weird. But I am I am extremely happy to see it. Like what you're saying is this is a so, Soros operation. This is clearly a Soros red flag operation. Um, he's infiltrated all small towns in America. Um, <laughs> I recently heard in Mobile, Alabama, there was a mural painted with um, uh, Marx and Lenin and SpongeBob. <laughs> and uh, this is just another one of these things and another one of the reasons Soros is taking over this country. And, and he just simply must be destroyed. It's how they're getting all the Zoomers so, into it. They're going for our cartoon characters. Wait, I'm sorry, not Soros. Sonos, so, the Sonos company. I am. <laughs> they are behind all of this. I'm sorry. I wrote down my notes. I made my N and R. Um, uh, yeah, they they are a terrible company. I am coming after them. <laughs> Sonos on blast. <laughs> in all in, so in all seriousness, guy, I'm sorry. Um, in all seriousness, I'm sorry. In all seriousness, I do want to say to the Sonos folks, I got whole home. I love it. It's the greatest thing in the world. Last update was fantastic. There it is right there. That's the alert saying, new song about to start playing. Love you. Love what you do. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Yeah. It's a good thing because we are sponsored by Sonos. So it's, it's you know, that could have been awkward for us. I'm glad you... you, you All a parody. You All a parody. Thank you for saving it. Parody comedy sketch. <laughs> So th- this was like the paint alone, according to this, cost hundreds of dollars. So I, I think this was like okay, an expensive, yeah. you know, commission. Um, yes. So, you know, I I, I guess um, the other thing is the, the, the owner of the building is named uh, Nate Comte. So the guy was pretending to be someone named Nate, didn't give a last name. So he was like sort of pretending to be the owner of the building, I guess. I mean, obviously pretending to be, but like also knew who the owner of the building was. <laughs> So that sort of, you know, is like a clue, I guess, maybe. But um, the, the the Russian language, according to the, uh, uh, the description of the mural here, um, it's the Peoria skyline in the background. That's what's behind Cookie Monster. And um, and the, 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 the language at the bottom, the, the, the words at the bottom are world earth cookies. That's the uh, that's the uh, the inscription. So. Um, All right. You know, again, not really clear on on what's meant, but uh, you know, I like public art. I'll, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, definitely. We need we need more public art. It is. I can't imagine what the owner of this building thought the first time they laid eyes on this because it is, uh, like you said, it probably took a while, and the guy wasn't being like secretive about it you know like because he thought he was doing a sanctioned art piece which makes me think whoever owns this building is not spending a lot of time there and therefore should cede his wall to this beautiful creation i just like again that it's this is all happening in like southern illinois (laughs) yeah they got got a bank scene it's like uh exit through the cracker barrel Uh, (laughs) it's i love this it's fantastic (laughs) this is wonderful yeah, Peoria, Illinois, population one hundred and eleven thousand. Uh, big city. It's a big city. It's a big city. It's like between Peoria is right between like Chicago and Springfield. Hmm. I went to school with a lot of people from there. I hope yeah. they are enjoying their mural. I love it. Um, I'm happy. Well, well, no, it's it's. I think it's. I think it's gone already. Um. So you know, hopefully they got to look at it while it was still there. So they painted over it. They did. Yeah, the owner. The owner was. Yeah, not it's happy. just a white wall now. That sucks. I will say, if you put anything in yeah. Cyrillic, people are like, "Wait, what?" Very true. If, if yeah. especially if it has a mysterious origin and yeah. it's in Cyrillic, like yeah, yeah, people yeah. are going to go insane. Yeah, it's yeah. This is somehow this mural helped Trump lose the election. Somehow, <laughs> somehow this mural was painted by Lev Parnas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very spooky. This, this mirror. It's exactly what Putin wants. They're playing right into Putin's hands or whatever, I guess. It's true. You know, that's the, yeah. yeah, what time what time was it in Moscow when this mural was painted? <laughs> we that's gotta, the real we, we gotta, I'm gonna have I'm the guys, I'm gonna have a Twitter thread on this later on. So just look. it has seven hundred seven hundred tweets. Buckle up, you dumbasses, and get ready. <laughs> Settle in, you pieces of shit. I got stuff to say about this mural. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope they recreate it somewhere sanctioned because it is it is pretty good. I really it's like really that the cookie cool. monster's eyes are going in different directions, like very Muppety. Yeah, it's, it's really it's very cool. cute. It's really cool. I'm a fan. <laughs> uh, should we go to number one? Number one. Yeah. Number one. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Okay, number one, uh, this is, I feel like we haven't done a story like this on the podcast in a while of like just a true weirdo doing doing their own thing. Uh, just a crazy diamond shining on. That is what this story is. Um, so apparently there was this issue in New Jersey for the last few weeks where people have been hearing this like super loud booming sound people describe it as like a jet going by that's what it sounds like and uh they couldn't figure out what it was coming from because it like wasn't jets it was just this like extremely loud sound and uh yeah they uh they couldn't figure it out and it turns out um the the source of the sound has been located and uh it's this guy (laughs) named rob bukowski of Hamilton, New Jersey, and uh, he invented um, a. Th- th- we've been struggling on what to call this. Uh, the New York Post calls it a quote sonically loud cone-shaped contraption, which blasts shock waves up to the sky. Uh, he basically just invented a really loud sound machine, and um, he has been using it. Uh, to break it's apparently so loud it the vibrations from it break up cloud formations break up cloud formations and scare away birds that's what it's for and uh when dis- when when asked why he did this he just said he was quote bored from all this covid shit so he just invented uh, a weather machine basically in new yeah. jersey he got he got bored and he wanted to kill God. That's what he, you know, <laughs> to split the sky. Really the most boring supervillain origin story of all time. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't leave because uh, uh, Governor Murphy's a shithead, so I just built some shit. <laughs> yeah, apparently it never rains on this guy's property because he can blast clouds away. Don't you want rain sometimes? <laughs> I mean... Uh, I don't think he's if, growing. If you're anything. a farmer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. True. True. That is true. That's that's the best one. Like you live in a city and someone says, "Well, we need the rain." It's like, no, we don't. Like, what are you? T- what, where? What, what are you talking? We need about? to we get all don't. the garbage wet so it's. I have a plant. I have a plant that needs water. It needs to grow. <laughs> we need to make sure the rats and pigeons have stuff to drink. It's very important. Oh God! Can you imagine being this guy's neighbor? You like you're like a young couple, and you buy this house, and you meet the guy. The guy's kind of a weirdo. Whatever, he's fine. And then, like one day, like you're just all the windows in your house shatter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like all of a sudden you're like making pancakes for your kid, and like the sound of a Star Wars death charge goes off, and like you're just you're fucking even like the glass and your glasses break and you're like you find out it's your neighbor and and he's just like oh sorry man i was just fucking around <laughs> just bored from all this covid shit bored, man. yeah i'm imagining like uh yeah ex- extremely wholesome like sunday breakfast holding a glass of freshly squeezed orange juice and then mm-hmm. the glass just explodes in your hand um <laughs> also my backstory for these people is that they moved from the city out to New Jersey, which is like the country to them. And so they have this weird neighbor, but they're like, oh, this is like part of living in the country is you have an eccentric neighbor. Like, yeah, how folksy. We'll we'll have him over to drink moonshine on the porch or whatever. And then he just uh, explodes all of the glass in your house and breaks your watch. And- just, just your sm- <laughs> all your smoke alarms are going off. It's just like, <laughs> fuck, man. Oh, God. He's going to keep heightening, too. He's going to be like, uh, like next year when COVID like 20 comes out, he'll be like, he'll be like, uh, I built a, a fire blaster. I could shoot balls of fire up to two miles. <laughs> so like, cool. You're just building. Uh, you're just building heavy artillery here, man. You're just uh, building a super weapon, illegal. sir. 
<laughs> yeah, this is absolutely the type of story where, like, if it happened somewhere else and uh, the race of the person doing it was different, he would be a terrorist. Oh, no my question. God, for sure. Like, and then the, this the, guy would be taken in. The neighbor has to come over and be like, hey, there's a couple things. One, the tree line, it, I feel like the tree is on my property a little bit. And also, I want to talk to you about the super weapons. Uh, <laughs> you know, my kids are, my kid hasn't stopped crying in two weeks. And, uh, is there any way you could maybe, you know, stop building them, sir? I, I just realized this is this is actually just the Annihilatrix from Frisky Ding- Dingo. That's what this guy is building. It's a giant sound machine that's going to blast the Earth closer to the sun. Um, <laughs> I yeah. just posted a. Do we a have picture any Frisky Dingo heads guy. here? I I don't know what that is, yeah. but I'm nodding. <laughs> Same. Fr- Frisky Dingo is an Adult Swim show. It was the Archer people. It's good. Check it out. <laughs> oh, Frisky oh, Dingo. Oh. This is the guy. This is the guy who built it. This is the guy. Yeah, he's he looks exactly like a guy who lives in yeah. New Jersey and builds stuff in his backyard. Uh, he has a backwards baseball cap on. He kind of looks like um, he kind of looks like the uh, the like micro like Dirty Jobs. Man yeah, he's got a micro me. vibe. He's got a micro meets Mike Flynn vibe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say. Uh, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> Another thing about this See, story that's really weird. Oh, go ahead, Patty. I was going to say, I disagree. When Kath sent it to us last night, I was like, I would like the big thing to yell at me, please. Just, like, tear my skin <laughs> off. Let's go. Let's put, a, put a stop to this. <laughs> That is a yeah, bad Patty. way to go. It's like, oh, he got he got noised to death. <laughs> the noise was so loud, his brain melted. All right, it, Patty. It destabilized the bonds of my molecules, so I just completely disintegrated. Yeah, you just end up with a pile of a pile of colorless dust, just <laughs> completely obliterated by it another thing about this that's really weird to me is it they slip this in very casually in this article but they say using directions he found on the internet so like apparently what do you google for that like how to how to ruin my neighbor's life that was in (laughs) that was yeah that was in the isis magazine remember when they had the the beak or what yeah Yeah. they had a whole thing on this in inspire a couple years back it was uh really great stuff (laughs) The the canon too is like it's very steampunk looking. Like I feel like it it looks it looks exactly how you would imagine it to look. It's like a giant rusty gramophone with like chains around it. Uh and yeah, he's like he he makes it very clear. Uh it is perfectly legal. It doesn't fire projectiles and it's yes. not a firearm yes. or an explosive. Yeah, tell yes. me you can't just put like projectiles in there and it won't just send them launching into f- fucking uh, par- the Paramus Mall. <laughs> Another thing too is he says <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be all over for everyone once he puts a potato in there. Um the cops are coming to get me for spreading this information, by the way. That's the noise you're hearing. Um. <laughs> well, I will say I'm I'm like this just all leads to my kind of reason I came on the show, which is I'm considering running for office for a third party. I don't know what it is yet, um, <laughs> but the two things I will promise you is that if I ever become president, everyone will have health care and I will shut down the Internet. i will i will blow up these servers it will all be gone um we can all return to a time where we didn't have to go online and we could just um you know be be nice and normal that's my promise just vibe just vibe just vibe all all in person some phone calls um but we're we're getting rid of the internet folks i'm gonna blast it with my sound cannon (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to find where they keep all the internet and I'm going to blast it. Uh, another thing in this that I think is really, he's like a real stickler for these technical uh, rules. Like he's like, the only possible issue would be a noise violation after 10. But guess what? I stop using it at eight, which oh. means he's like using it regularly <laughs> where it has a cutoff time. It's only like once every Just couple a- days. <laughs> Except for on Saturdays, which I go to 9.59. 
He's the he's your worst neighbor because he's like, not breaking the law technically, but he's just ruining yeah. your life. It's right. It's like it's like the somebody with their younger sibling where they're like, "Don't touch me." And it's like I'm not touching mm-hmm. you. I'm not touching you, and they just have their hands like right around you. <laughs> yep, that is exactly what's going on. Um, but yeah, he can rip clouds apart, so that's pretty cool. He could conceivably rip your face off, Patty. So. You could, if you wanted to go out to New Jersey and, and get your wish, I'm sure he would uh, He would help you out. He will be the first supervillain to have ever called in to Mike and the Mad Dog regularly. <laughs> 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 yeah, he will. <laughs> that's how he'll issue all his demands is through <laughs> calling into sports call-in shows. Yeah. Uh, I remember that supervillain. He called Chad Pennington a pussy on the air one day. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you guys, I have to go get my house ready for this fucking wonderful dog that's coming. I'm so excited. We're going to have a puppy, but our house is like, it's like, uh, it's not ready for a puppy. We have to like proof it all day. You have to puppy. Can we get an inside scoop on the, on the, on the breed or is it a rescue or what's the, what's the story? Um, it's a dog that I had, uh, if you're a celebrity, there's a place that will genetically engineer your dog. And so have you seen the film Gattaca? <laughs> yeah. It's a little yeah, bit yeah. like that. You get to choose things that you like and they kind of just mush it all together. So you spliced Ethan Hawke's DNA it's, into a dog. The dog, if everything works out, it will look like a Labradoodle with Ethan Hawke's face. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I, you know, we'll see. We'll the see. The d- guy I got it from is a little sketchy. The dog is also from Tom Cruise. That's another uh, gift that he gives to everyone. <laughs> Tom Cruise to gives everyone he's worked with that year a coconut cake and a Labradoodle. And uh, he's our greatest movie star. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> the, dog is, the, dog is a, the dog is a Labrador. The dog is a Labrador. And uh, we're really, really excited. I love dogs, and I haven't had one in a really long time. I used to have a little rescue labby muddy thing. So uh, we're, we're getting a puppy for Hanukkah, just like the song. Just like the Hallmark movie. Just like the Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything you would like to plug besides your your puppy for Hanukkah? Uh, no, I just this is my one podcast I'm doing this holiday season. This is my gift to the country. Um, uh, oh. Yeah, we have stuff coming out later this year, but I'll come back on the show and plug that then. And maybe we'll see, maybe Eli will be there. Maybe he won't. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. <laughs> That'll be the test to see if we'll kick him out. But, uh, yeah, we'll uh, look for you. If Eli, I think he's a smart guy. And uh, I hope he does the right thing. <laughs> Hopefully the next time I come on, Donald Trump will be living in like Saudi Arabia or something. And we'll be able to like, laugh at that. <laughs> which hope. is kind of becoming more and more a possibility to me, which is really fucking funny. <laughs> I could see him living living lavishly in exile somewhere. It could definitely. Oh, great! Happen. So that's so fun. First of all, he's like the biggest xenophobe ever, and if he's like in like another <laughs> country, and then also like like we'll all you know we'll watch like uh, like just to wake up and see like a bunch of tweets geotagged in Riyadh about like <laughs> the AMAs. You know what I mean? The Country Music <laughs> yeah. Awards is like uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, the performance wasn't that good. <laughs> I think that's our future. Oh, I hope so. Inshallah. Inshallah, truly. Uh, hey, you guys are the greatest. I love you guys. I'll talk to you very soon. Thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Thanks, Ike. Ike. We'll see you soon. Enjoy your puppy. Bye, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Ike is gone. Should we do plugs? Let's do it. <laughs> I say as if there's going to be some sound or something. I'm just uh, flipping the page of my notebook to remember. No. Um, so, yeah, uh, if you if you like the show, you want to support the show, the best thing you can do, patreon.com slash whatatimepod. Uh, subscribe. We got lots of uh, bonus content. We got uh, well over 100 bonus episodes. We got a live show uh, video, um, a couple live shows. We got um, a roadhouse commentary track. <clears throat> we got a, a scratch in my throat. Um, we have uh, two goals on the Patreon going right now. We got uh, actually three goals. Um, at eleven hundred patrons, Eli is going to do a, an art show of his fantasy art from his uh, younger years. At twelve hundred, we're going to do the Death Nut Challenge, which is eating a series of spicier nuts. And at two thousand patrons, we're going to do the NFL Combine. <clears throat> really inopportune time for this to be uh, happening to my throat. Uh, so yeah, check it out. Patreon accomplishment time pod. Um, 
if you like the show, another way to support the show, you don't you don't have the the means to donate or, or to to subscribe rather, um, tell a friend. You know, uh, word of mouth is is a great way to uh, uh, support the show as well. Um, we have T Public, T Public uh, link in the description. Lots of great stuff on there. Um, there's probably a sale going right now. Um, it's sort of like a Schrodinger's thing. Um, <laughs> it, it, depending on when you listen, it's either going to be or not. They're pretty much even even likelihood. That is not what Schrodinger is. Um, uh, leave us a review on iTunes if you like the show. Um, the Discord uh, is a great place to hang out. A lot of cool folks in there. There is a link in the description, and if you donate the $10 level, you can get into the private uh, Discord channels. And, uh, 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 yeah. Um, what a Time Pod on Twitter. What a Time Pod on Instagram. Uh, I am Patty Moe on all the stuff, and I have nothing to plug. Uh, I have another podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal. It's a podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. Uh, we are currently in the middle of a series about Purdue Pharma on our Patreon, patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal. Uh, we also do a free episode every month on our free feed. And uh, yeah, we're getting really close to our Patreon goal. When we hit it, we will go to weekly and you'll get two free episodes a month. Um, I'm Kath Barbadoro on everything, although I don't have Twitter right now, so you'll have to find me on other platforms. Uh, I think that's it. Thank you for listening, everybody. Bye.